Collins is next. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Fun Point, a podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I'm Eddie Colazzo, and with me as always, Dr. Brooks Oglesby, PhD. Greetings from Phase 3. Phase 3. Engage. That's right. We're, uh, we're traversing mm-hmm. classical minimalism, indie folk, pop, alt-rock, and a distinct tone that is already unique to the band. Don't According forget to chamber pop. Chamber yeah, pop it's got is... chamber pop in it. Uh-huh. Um, NME Magazine called this album sad, epic, and possibly more universally likable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, this week we're talking about Black Country, New Roads album, Ants from Up There. This one was hard because uh, both of the, the names that you just said sound like an album and neither one sounds like a band. Exactly. Yeah, that's how they get you. It was really hard for me to... I, I still... I'm looking at it right now and that's the only way I can remember that the band is called Black Country, New Road. Mm. Uh, What did you think of this album? I think it has... I think it's a very Eddie album. And I like it. In what ways? I think you like it when there's a there's like a somber a somber rocking guy with a gravelly voice who's like it's like it's it's the murder by death voice. Okay, yeah. The sons, sons, I'm a chaos space marine. Like you love that Mm -hmm. shit. Mm -hmm. You get nothing. And then and then there's just there's just someone in the background on a saxophone like wow. Yeah, and they're also in a laboratory creating new instruments. New instruments, yeah. Um, so Billy Eilish style. Opa Billy Eilish. Opa Billy Eilish. That kept taking me back to the present because I forgot also that this apparently this band was formed like in Dr. Fauci's COVID lab. Yeah, and like uh-huh. they they released five albums and then broke up in the mm-hmm. space of the pandemic or something like that. Yeah. So the first album, uh, there were like a few. Have you listened to Slint? Uh, Spider-Land. No, I've never listened Sp- to it. Spider-Man. So, I know of Spider-Man, and I tried to listen to a couple tracks off of it, and it didn't, like, it grab me. It looked scary to me, so I didn't fuck with it. Um, but I think... Uh, I'll go back to it at some point. It's Phase 3. Yeah. But I think I, like, was able to latch onto this band's style more, just because there's more instruments in it. Sure. It's like, oh, someone's on a violin, someone got a fucking saxophone, there's a trumpet in there. Uh, a lyric on there... So, the first album, it, like, a couple songs... I liked on it, but not the whole thing. There is a lyric where they say they're the world's second best Slint tribute band, which okay. is funny. Um, and then I don't know why this one came out. I was like, okay, I'll give it another shot. And this, I'm like, holy shit, this is fucking good. Like, I, I don't know that many new albums, but of the like seven that I've listened to this year, this is yeah, probably we've my done one. we've done Lil Nas X, we've done Olivia mm. Rodrigo, and now we've done <laughs> that little Montero came out in like 2017. Yeah, basically, yeah. But so did this. Uh, That's true. In a sense. So, so yeah, uh, they put out an album, and then, like, three days before this one came out, the singer was like, I can't do it anymore. So, if shit sucks, hit the bricks, and that's exactly what he did. The flames getting to my head. They're not, it's, there's, they are from the Queen's England, but I feel like it's not, unless you pointed that out. I probably wouldn't know. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a it's like when you hear Peter Dinklage like speak like he's from Dallas, Texas. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. you can't tell. Exactly, that's how good of an actor he is. That's right. Um, yeah, so they're not like broken up, but I don't know if they're like, oh, someone else is going to sing songs now, and it, it is especially going to be weird. I always wonder how that type of thing works because all of these songs are so like personal and 
Yeah, they're you all know, about like, how I'm very... going to leave the band because the pressure's gone to me head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so then someone else, like, I, if I said Billie Eilish style, I don't know how I would feel about someone else saying it. You no, know that's I mean? your thing. Exactly, that's my thing. I would never uh, hire matt ribeiro to do fun point with me and have him yeah, say opa yeah, yeah. billy eilish style that's your oh, thing exactly exactly that's my thing everyone knows that about me uh the first track we have on here if you can believe it it's called intro yeah they got the Springsteen horns on this one um, it's it's good it's like 50 seconds yeah um it lets and you know it does... that it's got instruments in it though for the future. yeah multiple it's instruments uh I, th- I yeah I, I think on their first album the first track is called instrumental but that one's like five minutes long sure and it's pretty good um and it just goes straight into the first full song chaos space marine which is called chaos space marine i'm a chaos space marine so I <laughs> that's exactly how it goes yeah it's like kind of like a uh, mummy is singing exactly yes um so this is about this is a there's two there's actually, I think there's three kind of threads on this album. Sure. One is about being a Chaos Space Marine from Warhammer. Yeah, that K. one's easy. The other one is about a gigantic, terrible airplane killing, crashing into you and killing yeah, you. Yeah, it's about it's about Donnie Darko. That's for sure. It's it's about Donnie Darko. And the third one is about like uh fucking up a food network recipe so bad that the entire house burns down yeah and your your wife leaves you as a result and your wife leaves you and you're very sad about it yeah um she gets I so remember... sad that she goes to her job as an air traffic controller and makes a huge mistake a huge mistake yeah she she's waving the you know the flares in front of winterfell and yeah just... she's accidentally leading you're good you're good and right into wrigley field it's terrible <laughs> yeah um i i remember the first time I heard this, I was like, oh, this is more, like, traditional kind of pop song than the rest of the first album. So, and it's, like, only three minutes long, which changes later. Right. But what is it? Um, I guess the kind of chorus. It does. It's not, like, a traditional song structure. So and this I'm part only happens one time where it's like, so I'm leaving this body and I'm never coming home again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, between the window and the kingdom of men. Oh, <laughs> and when that happened, I was like, "Yes, Ooh. I'm in." Yeah, that's Ooh. where I can, I can, I can see in your, in my mind's eye, I can see you hitting the crab core stance at that moment. Hit, I'm hitting the the crab. I'm doing the fucking Antonio Banderas that computer, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's got the chorus has a little bit of that like pop punk crescendo that I wasn't expecting out of this. You don't when you hear the horns, you don't expect that. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's I, I guess that's what they call Billie Eilish style. Yes. So, yeah, it, it does the thing that I like where th- it's like the first song and it, it gives you little tastes of other songs. Yeah. Billy I- Billie Eilish style. A Concord yeah. will fly. Yeah, they, they play um, You Should See Me in a Crown later. And that's that's, yeah, a, that's yeah. a reference. To and everyone likes it. Um, I do like immediately after that. That's such a fucking I'll bury the axe here between the window and the kingdom of men. I'm like, fuck, yes. Yeah, that's there's so some sick, words dude. in this one. I don't know what that means, but it's awesome. And then the next line is, I'm becoming a worm now. And it's like, <laughs> and oh. I'm looking I... for a place to end. <laughs> I thought you were yeah. a fucking cool space marine. Yeah. Like... I, I hate going to the tattoo store with my friend and being like, let's both get lyrics from Chaos Space Marine. <laughs> and then you yeah. get, I'll bury the axe here between the window and the kingdom of men. And I get, oh, I'm becoming a word worm now over my collarbone. <laughs> yeah, I get a worm on my collarbones. <laughs> Uh, 
I never had a Warhammer 40k phase, but Uh there were periods of my life when I would just be on, like, the wiki reading about goofy shit for an hour. Um, And it's about, like, you know Warhammer? Like, God is, like, a a guy in a chair and he's dead. Um, I thought that was, like, either the one that is about Nazis or it's about killing Nazis. Am I wrong? Yeah, I bet. Um, it's my favorite. The, all, most video games in current gen are either about being a Nazi or killing <laughs> or killing Nazis. Yeah, my favorite uh, Warhammer fact is the orcs. That's spelled with a K. Um, they think that like making like they if you paint something red, it goes faster or has like more power <laughs> or something like that, uh-huh. and it becomes true. Not because it is true, but the orcs have a latent ability that like their belief makes things real. Oh, but so they it's don't... like when you give Ryuji Persona a gun, it becomes real in the yeah. dream. But they don't know how to harm... They don't know that they have it. That's... So they're like, yes, red makes things faster, and it does, but not for the reason they think. Good. <laughs> That's so good. It's pretty good. Uh, I love video games. <laughs> video games. If I, like... Okay, me putting together little pieces of a keyboard for two hours. Mastered. Painting little figurines. This one's hard. Yeah, that I, seems I can't... tough. I couldn't get into just that. I don't buying have an the... amiibo is tough for me. Exactly. Imagine if you had to paint all the little joints and and connecting areas no. and so on. What do you mm. think going Billie Eilish style is? So that's the thing. We need to. Well, she had Billie Eilish style, right? Um. So I assume this is someone who, like, one. I uh, from what I know in the pop culture, just by osmosis, it's like. He, he was in a relationship with someone who won a lot of Grammys, and then people got mad for some reason. Oh, it, that's that's what I, where I'm going with it. See, I assumed it was just like what British people call it when they do something American. Oh, oh Billy! Like Eilish when you style. when you eat burger and watch baseball, you're going Billy Eilish style. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great record. Yeah, it's like if you if you eat fish and chips, you're going Benedict Cumberbatch mode. Exactly. Yeah, you're singing. He, you can't eat a fish and chip without singing "Glory, Glory, Tottenham." Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going hey, Ringo Spurs mode. Made, Spurs, Spurs made the Champions League next season. So, congrats. I bet. I bet we're all excited for that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, that's Chaos Space Marine, I guess. Uh oh, we do have. Let Let's see what Tyler Hyde had to say. Sure. About this song. Uh, we allowed ourselves to get the stupid, funny joke style of playing out. It was just our way of saying yes to everything. Yes, and they did it. Yeah, great work. I think the rest of the album is more considered than that. It's our silly song. It's a voyage. It's a sea shanty. It's a space trip. It's our silly rabbit. <laughs> All right. Is that is that what you call it? No. No. <laughs> no, we call it Chaos Space Marine. Yeah. Uh, next we have Concorde. Uh, Concorde is a British-French turbojet-powered supersonic passenger airliner. This is about loving a plane. It's about plane wife, but but it's so it's it's so painful. Yeah. Like it takes so much strain out of your body. My to wife, have plane who wife. looks like JJ the jet plane. How much I love uh-huh. her. Yeah, I love her so much. She can't fly and she constantly explodes, but she is my yeah, wife. And she nonetheless occasionally teaches me Christian lessons. Yeah, yeah. Uh and yeah, again, it's like I I feel like the lyrics are one of the more divisive things on this album because to me it's like very a lot of very evocative like what was it? 
I was breathless up on every mountain just to look for your light like that. But then you have Concord, you wield a lightsaber. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I heard you're on Atkins like, as well. That chorus is very, it puts you, it puts you in a certain zone. Like it's very, it's very moving. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know what it's about, but it's got, it's, you know, sometimes you don't need to know what, what somebody's singing about to be moved by it. But then it's like, well, if a plane had a big soul. If, what, what if it had soul? And if it had, if it had light bring a. Yeah. <laughs> um. Again, I a, another reason why someone else singing it would be weird, you know. For less than a moment, then Isaac will suffer. Concord will fly. Isaac is the singer. So. <laughs> oh, I assume that was like a video game Isaac sort of thing. Oh, Isaac from uh from game. Yeah. With ne- with Ness, right? I assume. Isaac is in that one. Uh, well, mm-hmm. there are many. There yeah. are other Isaacs. Uh huh. This is where um, they started trying to trick me because the 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 Concord line verse two that's like some old pictures of you through an a thousand mile long tube. Apparently, this was like said at a virtual festival in 2020. Like that's when the lyric was born, mm-hmm. and that was I've already said it. But that's you just you can't start a band in 2018. Exactly. You can't do Come and you on. can't release an album now that has COVID content in it. There's hasn't it, been yeah. enough time. I well COVID's been done since twenty fourteen. Yeah, we so. need it, but um we're back in a big way. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, I'm knocking down the overall star rating on this album for reminding us of COVID. You know, like we're just so past it. Yeah, that's why I, I also dock all albums about Pearl Harbor and nine eleven for the same reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Um Fortunate Son, the worst song of all time. Right. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> just remember that. So um, help me if you play American Pie at this fucking barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone just starts going nuts and moshing. It has um, the opposite effect. So to get back to the lightsaber thing, uh, the geni- a genius user does suspect that that could be a reference to Star Wars. What do you think? Okay, yeah, I'd, I'd feel like that's the most logical explanation. <laughs> But then you click another one and it said, could be an allusion to the light sticks air traffic controllers use when guiding planes on the ground. It could mean no. that she's Davos. It could, it, she's either, my wife is either a huge plane <laughs> or she's Dark Vader. Okay, this website's like, good now, because if you see Autumn <laughs> Palm says, oh, it could be, mean that she controls the relationship, like Davos Seaworth, and then you scroll down and there's a comment four months ago from Lauren Thag, mm-hmm. m- far more upvoted, that just says, Yoda... it's like yeah i think it's probably right yeah i think lauren thag's got 49 up this is davos two down votes yeah i think this is about going back to the fridge to get more olive (laughs) yeah and again it's it's hits you with the double whammy of like the the good shit where he's like don't tell me you're hungry because darling i'm starving myself and then you become like taxidermy fox for a quick second all the moisture leaves my body but then and I heard you're on Atkins as well. Down, 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 down. Yeah, then they start playing smoke on the water, which is so confusing. <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah, that's another. Th- I haven't heard somebody say Atkins in like 15 years. Uh, did you know the Atkins diet is a low carbohydrate fad diet devised by Robert Atkins in the 1970s? It's like this if, is if Jack Harlow not put only out a song is called, this like fucking Slim Fast. Slim fast. <laughs> Not only is this annotation just a description of what the singer is saying, at least they cited their source, which is fucking Wikipedia. Respect. So, respect. 
the posters respect. I can't wait to be a teacher so that I can I can go into the anytime I see proper citations, I just write respect right next to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I gotta start doing that and kids have no idea. Yeah. Yet yeah, what's broke, expand. Expand <laughs> on this. Woke, respect. Yeah, me teaching public speaking again. Anytime anybody hits the who, the where, and the when on the on the verbal citation, respect mm. from the back respect. of the class. Uh, oh, we have. I I don't know. It it depends. You know, it's it's ever changing like the tides. I don't know which I like more: the explicit, just what someone's saying, like I'm going for a run, and then someone's like running is a carb is a you know a cardiovascular activity that sure. increases your heart rate. Um. But someone says, I would also include that Atkins is a reference to the single before this, Bread Song. Because oh, it's a low it's a low carb diet. Damn. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, I'm on that bread diet. I'm on that bread diet. Um, what have the artists said about the song? Bread Song was first performed at a Bandcamp Live improv set streamed on the February 6th, 2021 stream. That's too soon. Too a bit I <laughs> said do you scroll down to the bottom of the Concord page? The top comment says, this feels so sad now. And then the next commenter says, Isaac moment. <laughs> Yoda. Thank you. Yoda. <laughs> uh, all right. So the uh, bread song. Br- bread song. Bread it's song. about um, having a distant gamer GF and you're trying to reach her through your headset. Very this sad. is has to be the lowest BPM of anything that I've like suggested you've said was good yeah that i that i liked yeah Yeah, usually you wouldn't stand by something like this Uh uh-huh um and again it's it's such the you know the main it's like oh i'm remembering memories of my wife who is an airplane (laughs) she's playing the overwatch 2 beta and it's very sad i can't get through to her have have you dipped into it have you tried uh lucio's new look or whatever i don't know how to fucking do it so i I put in the hours but you put more time into Overwatch One for us than you know. Yeah, I'm I'm mo- I'm most Sombras in there. If you see a Sombra, it's probably me. Mm, you're turning off the lights. That's Brooks, I say. Because if I don't do it, somebody else is going to do it, and they're just going to play hyper offense, and they're not going to like hack the heals for everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, pick, go be fucking Cole Cassidy, dude, which is his name. Okay. Didn't didn't they change it so it's like you are required by God to have a balanced team? Or can you still go like I do? Mode? I do open queue because sometimes you just, you just and every time go, you go whatever. in, it's six DPS and it's no healer. And then I say, okay, I'll be Zenyatta, and then somebody else is Roadhog, and then we lose because we don't have a balance. Because balance teams still win every time, but mm-hmm. sometimes you just want to you just want to have six junk rats on your team, and who's to say? Mm-hmm. So that's what this song is about. That's it. That's about. <laughs> The, the, yeah, this place is not for any man nor six junk rats. Yeah, like, very sad. Not this happening. is not Junker mm-hmm. Town. Uh, uh-huh. Genius user Athens says, uh, "I'm crying and I don't know why. I don't know enough English to understand the lyrics." So true. <laughs> yeah, just just thinking about the concept of bread is. I love it's it's a like you said it's a very somber song, but it still manages to be funny. To mm-hmm. croon about when your when your wife girlfriend tells you to stop eating a toast sandwich in my bed, like um, what there was one time not to put Kim on blast, but um, Did Kim go cookie mode in the bed. Well, we were eating. Um, I believe it was uh, chip and salsa. Oh, okay. 
and then she she looks looks over to me and says with the very like <laughs> forlorn face she's like i have something to tell you <laughs> and i said did you drop a chip in your belly button and she did damn so kim moment got her kim moment is is having <laughs> tostitos in your belly button uh my god that and that would be like me writing a very somber sad song about it yeah like <laughs> this place is not for any man nor tostitos yeah at all very sad not even scoops yeah well no when you scoops. have a, a, a bandwidth gf you know you have mm-hmm. a, a wi-fi wife you mm-hmm. you know you can't you can't put crumbs into her belly button. You can't That's put crumbs. That's so into her sad. Ding, ding. Uh, Black Country New Roads in. Uh, you're talking about your gamer Wi-Fi wife and her bread and the headset that she wears, but also you say, and no one had Wi-Fi inside your apartment. So yeah. So what were you doing in the bed if you weren't streaming streaming Netflix? Exactly. If if you were not if you were not using your Google Stadia to play forza or something what yeah, i don't really know doing? about you but anytime like our power goes out or the wi-fi is out i'm not eating toast i'm not doing anything i'm like i'm sitting on the couch perfectly still and glowing red uh, until yeah it I'm, gets I'm, so the first thing you do is look out the window and see if everyone else's power yeah is out. i'm intentionally right. developing a headache just by yeah. sitting there <laughs> yeah. and making all the blood scan <laughs> I'm, my brain I'm, I'm, I'm manifesting a headache yeah. in my body <laughs> Uh, and then I'm like, okay, what I could do right now is I know what I do. I'll do. Since I can't go on my computer, I'll just watch the Mets game on television. <laughs> oh, wait. No, I can't do that. I love opening Twitter on my Wi-Fi computer that doesn't work and like typing in Tampa power outage to see if and then it, uh, the, the Mozilla and Firefox dinosaur says, uh-uh. No, I don't think so. Uh, oh, we got some, okay, some gold here. Um, Black Country, New Road, always finding ways to sneak commentary about modern life in the internet age into their heartbreaking uh, songs. I don't think they he said, that. He said Wi-Fi. Like. That's crazy. It's not even some shit like, oh, we're no longer connected. Like, no. He said Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> he said Verizon Wireless. He said what NF- do you mean? NFT. NFT. You from me. There. Wow. That's NFT. amazing. You made that rhyme. NFTGF. It's <laughs> the left apes in my bed now. <laughs> and now we're no longer Eddie, together. I've dropped some slurp juice into my belly button. I'm oh, sorry. Okay, yeah, well, now we have multiple Tostitos, apparently. <laughs> is how it works. Uh, yeah, so, like, if if I am listening through to the album, I gotta be, especially if I'm, like, driving, I usually skip this one just because sure. it's, like, slow and sad. And I'm like... Okay, I want to get to Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, you know, but that's me. It, it's, anytime it's not, I look through my DVD collection, yeah, it's not a, it's not a bad. I enjoy it. I, you can, you know, it's like you feel the the longing and the the emotional. Yeah, but sometimes you're going seventy five you know. on the interstate, and you're when like, when I'm I going wanna... when I when I'm going seventy five miles per hour on two ninety five. What I really want to hear is Yeah, I think so. I want to hear um, about my genius daughters. Yeah, G- Goodwill Hunting is the next song. Mm-hmm. 1997 um, film. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen it. I watched it for the first time last year. It, oh, you know what? I remember why I didn't see it. Because I like was looking it up to see probably how long it was or something. 
And I, I found mm-hmm. out that Matt Damon's character is named Will Hunting. Yeah, so. that'll do it. That, yeah, that, <laughs> He's that, good Will Hunting. Yeah, it took, it took me a couple years to get over that. And to, to, I thought it was going to be something where like, oh, this is a, just an evocative phrase that when you see it in context, it's like, oh, this makes sense. No, his name is Will Hunting. Yeah, it's like how in The good. Pursuit of Happiness, the woman that Will Smith wants to date is named Happiness, not spelled like that. And that's really he's about. <laughs> no, it's not. I've never seen that shit. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's about having a Sigma grind set and how, like, it's your fault if you mm. don't get a job or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing's fine. Yeah. The song's good. The song's better than the movie. Okay, uh, yeah, because I really like this song. Yeah, this... If you ever want to, like, be patted on the head for being called a gifted kid in first grade, you can watch Google uh-huh. Hunting and you can be like, wow, I'm Matt Damon because... I, I'm Matt Damon because I did math in Boston. Yeah, I can... Because that is the... I won't give away the ending or anything, but the... He's a genius janitor. <laughs> yeah, who works at it's, MIT. It's just one of those. It's just one of those fucking and everyone clapped. Yeah, it, stories, it's God's but... not dead, but for atheists, I guess. <laughs> yeah, because it's just like it's a, the the evil math man. He says, if God is real, he'll solve this. He'll write the quadratic formula, and then Will Hunting shows up and says. Oh, I need to clean off the board, but let me solve the quadratic formula first. And then the I'll, next I'll, day, I'll solve the, the formula. Somebody mate. solved the Pythagorean theorem, and then he becomes the president. It's really. He, and becomes, then, he, um, he becomes president of it. And then uh, Robin Williams, who is just fucking giving away Oscar performances at this point, mm-hmm. um, completely saves the flick. Okay. But yeah, this one's about. There's no genius daughters to my memory in this one. Mm hmm. No, no, it's Matt, Matt Damon is a genius man. So, yeah. and also, oh, also Ben Affleck is there, and he's like horny the whole time. I think it's not really important. Okay, uh, I think I always forget. Like I always just think they're the same person. Yeah. So having them in the same flick is, you know, off-putting to yeah. me. Yeah. Because if you took the Mario the cursor guy. and you like and you pulled like Matt Damon's chin a little bit, you would just get Ben Affleck. They na- they named this song Goodwill Hunting two days before Matt Damon dropped the fucking if you don't fucking NFT you're a broke boy commercial. <laughs> so that's why that's why Isaac left he couldn't yeah. bear the shame. Mm. Man, fortune does favor the bold if you think about it though. It a little bit yeah. Um, we do we do get the millennial feeling of being scared of phone. Yeah 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 yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, the worst right now is because I'm waiting for jobs to call me back, so I have to check every time I get a call, and it's like, oh, this has a New Jersey, you know, area I code. So shit, is it yeah. is it a potential employer or some Somebody's bullshit garbage? Shit, yeah, where they're trying to get me to say like my name so they can run it through an AI that steals all of my car insurance. Or yeah, something. I assume that's what. Yeah, mm, that's what they're doing. Uh, so the genius daughters. Yeah, you know, if if we if we break apart the context, it's it's been a weekend, but in in his mind, so he's imagining having genius daughters, which we know is not. That would be feasible. so fucked up if he actually had daughters. <laughs> exactly, that a would song be... about pretend smart daughters. Yeah, I wish I had some genius daughters. We'd yeah. be in France right now. I wish they do their freaking homework, but now I have to quit my band. Now I have to quit my band because she has Billie Eilish style. Did you know that so. singer-songwriter Billie Eilish is another addition to Isaac's array of pop culture references? That's, yeah. I guess, man. yeah, if you just say it. <laughs> I, I really I really want, She like, had Dunkaroos. To... That's a good reference. <laughs> I, I want someone to do that about us. That's like, uh, you know, uh, um, 
what's his name? Paul Rudd in in Beatles is another <laughs> addition to the Encyclopedia of Voices that Eddie and Brooks uh-huh. do across yeah. all their. And then exa- other examples include Gomper and Jon Snow. Batman Grunt is a great pop culture reference <laughs> that Eddie loves to pull from. Uh-huh. So he's referencing Billie Eilish's sense of fashion, stereotypically imagined as big bad- baggy clothing and possibly flashy jewelry and dyed hair. See, this, this maybe this is why it's confusing when this is written, because famously mm. now she's happy and she's normal. Exactly. And I feel like it's not stereotypical if it's one person <laughs> who does it. Yeah, like the like, stereotype of like having like green taffy on your head and doing mm-hmm. it in the way that famously only Billie Eilish did is sort of is like a trendsetter thing. Yeah, it's like oh, stereotypically putting a bandana around your head and playing a left-handed guitar backwards. Yeah, like no one guy did that. Yeah, the, <laughs> like that's the not... stereotypical having a bandaid on your the left side of your face and singing the number one <laughs> hit, number one. Yeah, and singing country grammar. <laughs> very stereotypical song. Stereotypical uh, Nelly kind uh-huh. of style, Opa Nelly style. Opa, Nelly, yeah, Opa Nelly style, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anything else you want to say? Uh, so, some you know. But wait, okay, we we do get it. Why why is it called Goodwill Hunting? Let's see. Named after the film, but lyrically removed from it. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay, great. Um, no reason, nothing given. The guitarist, Luke Mark, which is two first yeah, names. Yeah, that, that's two of the Gospels right there. I don't care who you are. Has the, t- has the Twitter handle Great Will Hunting with an eight in it. So That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. They should make a sequel of Good Will Hunting. Good Will Hunting 2. Now he goes to two colleges. Yeah. I gotta watch Good Will, Good Will Hunting tried to drive to MIT and Harvard at the same time. Oh man, that's plot relevant. You got to see the movie. You'd love it. Okay, I guess I guess I gotta watch fucking Goodwill yeah, Hunting. Ben Affleck then. says, "Don't you dare leave this town unless you're driving two cars." Next, next, uh, bingo category is movie that is name like a name of a song that's also a movie. Yeah, so That'd be good. You'll have three things to you could choose Goodwill Hunting, or you can choose, um, I don't know. It's that's probably it, a song basically. called Titanic. Titanic song called Titanic. Um. The Matrix. <laughs> yeah, a song called Joe Dirt 2, Beautiful Loser. <laughs> I can't wait. Fuck yeah, that um, is what it's called. Let's go. I need to see right. that movie. Let's talk about Haldern. Well, okay, let's let's go into Haldern. Which is the Meta Knight stage from Brawl. Oh, okay, good to know. Um, This, this is a song that, I gotta be honest, I don't know what it's about, but it makes me, like, my face crinkle up and lose... No, yeah, when you like, start singing about digging holes, it's like, oh, no. It's, if this isn't about exactly. The Undertaker, it's gonna get sad. It's, it's it's about The Undertaker, or what was his name in um, Game of Thrones? Brother... Brother, Brother Ray? John or, Ian Brother McShane? Ray. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We got Ian McShane, featuring Ian McShane on Halder. Yeah, he caught a huge L in uh, Season 7. Yeah. Um, this one, I... It, 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 you know, it follows the same structure that a few of them do where it starts kind of slow and then it picks up at the end but then the horns just like repeat that at the end just like makes me into mr krabs looking around for, oh sure for safety yeah this is apparently them doing improv so it may there's like oh. a lot of dead air between the lyrics so it does make sense that it's kind of like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh it's a it's, it's a little they're just doing a little jam in all the right. studio all right they're, they're just playing this kind of like you know slow somber you very um, you have like the horns just kind of filling in in the background, yeah. and then all right, Isaac, give us some words. 
uh, hola bones. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Let's keep it going. All right. A do Great. run run. All right. A boop boop loop boop bamboo. I we've we've given a lot of compliments to our genius users over the year. I kind of have a proposition for how we can sort of get society back now that we've now that we've beaten it for good. Okay. I feel like, you know, when you go out into the world, there's just not the sense of community that there once was. And I kind of feel like if enough people downvote you on Genius.com, you should be, like, put in a dunk tank downtown. Or, like, there should be some sort of yeah. public humiliation ritual. Not not something that, like, you know, ruins your life. No, but your reputation, surely. Exactly, yeah. Like, you have to it, carry it, around, like, a big thought bubble that says, like, I love eating pee-pee or something like that. And you have it, to it has it to be day. something similar to, like, walking down the hallway at school and you drop all your books. You know, like... That level at the bare minimum. Yeah, like, yeah, that'd be good. Like, you have to carry around a big stack of textbooks all day, and everybody is legally allowed to knock them out of your hands. Yeah, just you slap them, them, kick right you in the up. back. What a, yeah, and you have to be, and all the papers fly everywhere, and it's, like, all your drawings of Sonic, and you just have to, like, yeah. you know, gather yourself. Because I uh, click was, on, uh-huh. I click on Haldern song, and the first verse, I, I look at some genius annotations, and it says, I never wanted to see you that much. I don't know what the fuck that could mean. So I yeah. go to the genius, and it says, and I quote, as the whole album could be a metaphor for the experience of becoming quite well-renowned for the band and the lyricism. Here he could be saying that he never meant for the lyrics to be seen by so many in such a way. Take the original Athens, France, and the lyrics that modified them, or the notion that forgetting Charlie, i.e. the initial lyrics, in basketball shoes. Negative 20 votes. I'm a genius user, Joao Felipech, who says, what? Yeah, I'm one of the 17. 17. Not good. <laughs> uh, 17. <laughs> so I just, I, when I was reading that, I was just like, that... That person needs to be uh, ritually punished in some way. Everyone mark this as a stretch. Tempopa mark this as a stretch. Yeah, everybody just doing Aaron Gordon dunks on this person repeatedly for a week. Vic456 says, I think it's that he didn't want his special someone to see his darker side. Boo, you're wrong. It's about how he didn't want his band to become famous. Put on the backpack that sticks out a basketball hoop six inches above your head and pass me the rock (laughs) and let me dunk it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm on fire right now, and I'm about to <laughs> you. I'm doing the game breaker passes in midair back and forth to you three times <laughs> as we both go for the dunk. <laughs> oh shit! Hold on, I just gotta. I need to um write this down because I just got a new good slop city pick. Hold oh on. great. Well, while you're okay. doing that, um, so the, the end of the song, you know, is it's uh, uh, you know, you take my, I'm tired, I'm leaving the band, I'm sad, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And the annotations, mm. like, one of the core ideas of the album is how fame and the expectations placed upon him as a lead singer have become his greatest sources of anguish. These feelings are caused by us, the audience, as fans. Even if we mean no harm, the weight of our very interest has broken his bones. Bro, I didn't do anything. I did, yeah, I, I did this I to you. I just heard about this band. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, and I really, that's, that's such a way of making yourself the main character. It's a way of, yeah, I... <laughs> It's a way of making yourself a member of the band. <laughs> yeah. Like, I really don't... I think it was just the the stress of being in a band All of and having you being to go to places. I mean, in a cause... I, I think definitely what they meant is if nobody bought their music, then he wouldn't be stressed about making music and nobody would come to his shows so he wouldn't have to go on tour and then he'd still be in the band. Yeah, so, you know, it's it's really your fault if you think That's about really, it. It's really easy for me to do improv shows and for, like, an audience of three people who are also in the show. Uh-huh. 
because you know, if you were famous, you would have to do it in front of more people. Yeah, I would have to like go to Calgary and do a show there, and that would and be that would hard. not that would not that would only cause you that like, would break my bones, suffering. and it would be the audience of Calgary's fault. Exactly, you say specifically all of Calgary's to blame for me leaving my improv troupe at so, college. I I would be so mad mm-hmm. if anybody came to my improv show. <laughs> Ow, my bones! Ow, my bones! Ouch! Oof! I I I here I certify promise you that if if anybody listening to this ever comes to my improv show I will it will make your bones hurt just to witness <laughs> yeah. it at some point yeah it's the opposite my bones are going to be great yeah, yours is a rejuvenative act for me good luck but yeah it's it's a siphon relationship uh you want to check out the Patreon I'd like that yeah patreon.com slash postgamerthrones where if you like you can donate to us at one dollar a month you get all our bonus content including words and deeds. Uh, oh, I would like to mention that all you have to do to is to hear name of the season coverage mm-hmm. hmm, is go to patreon.com post Game of Thrones and, and click it and you can hear it for free. So if you want to hear us say, you know, Bubba Buckaloo or whatever. Right. For and you do about an hour and 20 minutes. Check that out. Yeah. One dollar gets you all of our bonus content, including words and deeds that we got to finish up. Did uh, you hear? About, I, is there Hideo? He, you can only play it if you have a Microsoft computer now. Is that true? That's not at all. No? Like, it's also, he's like, yeah, I think uh, we're going to do something that will be on Microsoft products. And then fucking people who are still, like, doing console war shit in 2022 are like, you have betrayed us, Hideo Kojima, you're loyal fans. I played Death Stranding Director's Cut. But the people who are, like, in 2022, they're like, I'm going to buy an Xbox One so that I can play Sunset Overdrive are totally winning right now. Exactly, yeah. You this is how you repay our loyalty yeah. by saying you're you're make it's literally the same thing like oh you're making games that more people will be able to play fuck you yeah enjoy your Mickey Mouse Spider Man machine yeah and yeah <laughs> um, Bubble Morales very sad but <laughs> uh we got other shit on there yeah if you want to hear it five dollars you can request albums for us to listen to on this very podcast which is fun point I hope you saw that. Yeah. Yeah, if you're waiting for us to get to the fucking video game section, like no, wrong show. No. Um and at ten dollars oh, and you get shout outs at the end of the episodes. And at ten dollars you get special user status in Discord and we'll make a fire pro wrestling creation for you. I'll do my best to make like a huge airplane, but uh No promises. You know, can't can't guarantee. You can do an airplane anything. spin. Airplane spin, maybe we can make the ring kind of look like uh like make aisles in it. Uh, we can make we can make the ref dress up like a, a pilot. So that'd be fun. We'll see. No work on it. Patreon.com slash post Thank you. Next we have Mark's theme. Yeah. It's folks, it's just the international. Am I right? Uh Mark's theme. Yes. Let's go. Uh which if you if you if you couldn't tell by hearing this very somber saxophone solo, I, I feel some sadness in this. Yeah, I'm getting a note of sadness. I'm getting a hint. Mm, what's that? What's that that I that I is it um is it death? Yes. Is it related to the novel coronavirus? You you, you guessed it. <laughs> uh, Mark's theme is a tribute song to saxophonist Lewis Evans. Did we talk about Lewis Evans already? Because I feel like that's another guy with two first names. No. Yeah. I, anyway. Yeah. Lewis Evans' late uncle who passed away from COVID early in 2021. So, uh, uh, my sincere respect. Sincere respect. Um, I do like that we get this, uh, you know, little excerpt about Mark. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. He was a massive fan of the band at all the gigs in the front <laughs> moshing away. He was an absolute nutter. Yeah, he was. If everybody could uh, someday in the distant, distant future, when all of all of my friends and listeners and stalwart fans come to to pack my funeral, um, pl- please do it in that voice. All of your eulogies. Yeah. Please uh-huh. bust out one of the famous voices that I loved hearing so much. Yeah. Uh huh. Please. It's the only. It, and it's going to be called Brooks's eulogy. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's going to read it just like that. I'll say. A disrespect from genius, the fact that, like, this just says instrumental and then in parentheses, Mark singing. Yeah. <laughs> Where you you just didn't want to put any lyrics up there. You're just like, oh, a guy yeah. is doing a eulogy. Yeah, yeah you, get, you get the picture. Um, what you know, it is sad. It is sad what happened to him. But, you know, you have to smile because it happened. Don't don't cry because it's over. Because if I wouldn't write a song called, like, My Uncle Jeff, because he's just a fucking Republican. So, right. you know, that would, I never had that. <laughs> It would have the sickest double bass riffs, like... Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, yes, I suppose he is an absolute nutter, but in a different <laughs> way. Not the way that you'd hope. Yeah, listen, uh, it's, uh... That's he, the... he was... He, he, he's not... He's not going nuts at, like, my band show. He's out front trying to get the venue closed down on some technicality so he can, like, buy it yeah, and flip it Yeah, somebody voluntarily wore a mask, and the entire Oglesby family descended on, uh... Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. So, uh, respect to Mark. Respect to Mark. Show me the place where he inserted the blade. So, next is is the place where he inserted the blade. Um, I really like this song, first of all, before I make fun of it. Um, when I saw that title, I thought this was gonna be like, oh, you know, someone has some, uh, trauma or some song about a sternum issue they that you know i'm going to help you we're going to recover from this and and i'll help you get through it and i'll like nurse you back to health no it's about fuck fucking up cooking so bad you burn the house down yeah 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 that's where they trick you Uh uh-huh they're trying to follow Uh, they're trying to scroll through one of those funny meme recipes where it's like after my second divorce my husband and i went to and it's like you're just show me the place where i insert the blade insert the blade yes exactly um also is is this the first um the first thing we've covered on any of our shows that explicitly and directly references Kanye West? Probably. And he says he says bound to in it. So. That's true. Yeah, and it was a reference to the mo- motorcycle song, yeah. Yes, yeah, motorcycle song. Um so I don't know, just just something to consider. Can I, um, speaking of references of things we enjoy, did you check the incredible annotation to the uh, I will hold to my chest line uh, in the bridge? No, let's take a look. It's my favorite oh, annotation I've ever seen. All right. It's not- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Luke from anyone- Wyoming went off four months ago on this on the annotation for, and I quote, I will hold to my chest where the wind can exist. And it's just his Wordle. It's Wordle it's 236, a, Wordle, 4 out of 6, Wordle, baby. Wordle 236. Um, uh, Sonke says, Did the OP accidentally paste their Wordle instead? Emu Dreaming replies, This is somehow correct. Yeah. So, And the word of that day was pause, which, number one, taking four, that's re- that's respectable. Finding the U is probably mm-hmm. hard. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, the song's about pausing, so... It's about it's about pausing. Yes, that makes me really unironically enjoy this website. That so many people would see that and upvote it. I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yes, there is there is always you know hope, even in the darkest times. Yeah. Praise the Lord, burn my house. 
shock out, I freak out. That part's good. good. I like. And there's the pre-chorus that's about being a delicious pork cutlet bowl. Yeah, are you are you dreaming? You're dreaming. I end up dreaming of you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so that's it. I end up dreaming of you, and you come to me. That's um to relate. Yuri, fail Yuri is the the pork cutlet bowl, and Victor is like skating to him because he's like, oh, amazing, and he's like ready to have lunch. Right. So and then I can't wait to get to the episode where uh, Yurio flies a plane into the Hisetsu Ice Palace and just just explodes it. It's really fucked up. I can't believe he did that. Uh, um, and you can tell that he really doesn't have any fucking idea about how to cook anything. So he he talks about a soup maker. Yeah. Also known also known as a a pot. So. Oh yes, I've heard of that. (laughs) Yes. Uh yeah. Hmm. Indeed. Yes. Uh. And the most fucking, like, trying to extend your English paper paper as much as you can. Sure. By describing cleaning a soup maker and the pungent odor along with it, along with it, it gives us the idea of opening a can of worms with someone's partner. Ah. A moment they've been dreading about themselves or their partner to bring to light. This is such a metaphor because a soup maker is such a specific <laughs> appliance. There's no such thing as a soup maker. It's, so, it's such a specific thing, you know? Yeah. It, it's a the stereotypical appliance. It's like it's like the of. shirt that's like uh, anybody can can be a father. It takes a real man to be a dad. Like anybody can cook soup, but it takes a real yeah. man to be a soup maker. It takes yeah yeah. <laughs> Good morning. Um, I like the outro again because I'm being yelled at for breaking up the band, even though it's not my fault. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, yeah. show me what you want me to play. You know, I have I have this untenable relationship with the fans, and it's like it's not me. I don't know why you're singing that at me. Uh, wrong. The chain is not a reference to the codependence oh, throughout okay. the song. It's a reference. It's a reference to, to Fleetwood to Mac. Fleetwood Mac's "The Chain." Oh, so that makes sense. Downvote. Wrong. No, yeah. It's clearly uh, a song he, where Isaac is putting in as many references to famous, uh, beloved singer-songwriters. Exactly. Um. So yeah, that's I feel like you know an oversight on their part. Mm-hmm. Um. There is one more where he's, what is it, um, he, where he's like, darling, I'll spoil it myself. For some reason, when I hear, hear, hear that, all I imagined is fucking Spongebob going, soiled it, soiled yeah, it. I was so, that, so, like, I tried to. There was there was a touch <laughs> of front bottoms in that uh, impression you just yeah. did. <laughs> you know, it's soiled always, it. It's always, soiled it. You're my soup. <laughs> You're my plum. Yeah. They would make some. I haven't like listened that. to the front bombs in a long time, so I hope that was. That's all right. Phase three know. is a whole other. You know, we got. They've really transformed their sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you know, the gently stirring the place where he inserted the blade pays homage to the late period Bob Dylan. How so? I started writing this in response to, or heavily inspired by. I've made up my mind to give myself to you, says Wood, of the 2020 Dylan track. No, come on. So some more COVID, uh, you know, Listening influence. to a fucking Bubble Dylan, Mickey Mouse yeah. album. Uh-huh. Put on Blonde on Blonde. Relax. <laughs> um, next we have Snow Globes. And I just want to state that, like, the last three songs on this album take up, like, half of the runtime. Yeah, I it did trick me where I was like, damn, quick album. I'm already more, I'm already more than halfway done with my notes. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to mention something. The the production on this album very crisp, very clean. Everything comes through very clearly. Nothing's muddy. Nothing takes over. 
the the snare hits sound great, especially on fucking uh, Goodwill Hunting. Delicious. Yes, yes, yes. This has to be an intentional decision to make the drums sound like they're fucking exploding out of your head on this song because it's ridiculous. Oh sure. <laughs> I I it it just makes me feel like I'm losing my mind because they're so goddamn loud. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They, uh... And he's just he's just like going nuts on that set. Oh, the weather and Reno's. <laughs> yeah, it's like what I would what I would on. It's what I would do if I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go nuts on this track. Just and then like, no, turn me up, turn me up, turn me up. Yeah, there's the the quote anyway. that says, "So you've got this quite simple but quite hot wrenching frugal sounding arrangement of all the instruments with a drum solo that is just crazy and doesn't really relate too much to what is going on in the other instruments." I guess you can just yeah. do that. Yeah, you can just do whatever you want in your song. So, um, but first we must let the clamp do what the clamp does. This best. dude is like Bender the way he hates clamps. It, I, I heard that at first, when the first time I heard it, I thought it was, we must let the clams do what the clamps do I also, do I did, I was like, no way are you singing about Futurama Mafioso clamps. Uh, clamp shows up again in the next track too. So. Yeah, it's a recurring theme. Um, of hating clamps. It, it's just, it's just when we must let it, let him do his thing. Like he needs to clamp. You know, I'm gonna clamp. I was, I, I was put on this earth to use a suit maker, and clamps was put here to clamp. Do British people really know about King Henry and shit? Do you think? See, that's the thing. I went the first time I heard this, I thought it was like, oh, Henry is, you know. Uh, the name is just like a stand-in for a yeah, close personal a, yeah. relationship or something. Apparently, it's about Henry the Eighth. So, where it's like, who knows? I, it's like I don't. Yeah, if like so, if I was listening to Fallout Boy and they were like, I know you're coming home, Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. Like I know him, so I mm-hmm. guess it would make sense to know yeah. about your guys uh, from back then. Ding. Uh, snow globes uh, in the modern sense didn't exist in the fucking 1500s. So, uh, uh, ding. Um, I watched Citizen Kane for the first time last month, uh, mm-hmm. and it was a little. Was bit, it good? It was a little bit boring. Okay, well, but well, that was the thing. Like they they just figured out how to like zoom in on something. I think it's because you, know? you when you know what's happening with the snow globe, it's like, you know, sorry Orson, your trick's not working on me this time. Yeah. Oh, what what's that? You had like a little one, like a little model one and you zoomed in on it? Mm, yeah. That's crazy, man. It was fine. I gave it the gentleman's yeah. four. Gentleman's four, yeah. I, I feel like the only we're at the point where the only thing you can say about Citizen Kane is like, it's pretty good. You know, like yeah, I, there were people a hundred years ago who were like already doing the contrarian, like Citizen Kane. That's a that's bollocks and dreck. Like that, mm-hmm. there's there's no there's no getting a spicy take on Citizen Kane. Can we get a type of comment we haven't seen since one of our probably only Eminem episodes? I'd love that. Yeah, make Henry whole but porously. <laughs> this is a two hundred IQ play on words. Porous, yeah, means dude. full of holes. This line features verbal irony because Henry is full hole yet he is full of holes <laughs> there is also a connection to the religious theme of this song henry uh, is whole i.e he is holy but his hypocrisy shows right that his the holiness. holes on gene the stigmata holes damn exactly damn it also alludes to the greater theme on the album of digging holes and being a little taking souls worm. and digging holes baby let's go and in the back of my dragula yeah and f- f- fighting aj styles in the boneyard this makes me like the song less. Yeah. That comment. Yeah, because to me, it was just like a, a, a some guy 
in my mind, I'm like, okay, snow globes don't shake on their own. So someone's going nuts on a snow globe, and that's what, like, the drums going buck wild yeah, represents, sure. right? But now that it's about Henry VIII, I, I'm like, okay, enough. Right. I don't want to hear about this at all. Yeah, very. I will say, there's, though. There's... Of uh, who Henry from Snow Globes is, the Black Country New Road song, a reply to Professor Sky YouTube link. I'm never gonna watch. No, this. that sounds like you're getting into like some bread tube YouTube shit at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm good. I'll pass no, on. I don't that need one. my 12 hour video on like the the darker side of this My Chemical Romance yeah. album. Like, no, <laughs> yeah, Snow Globes Black Country New Road ending explained. No, I'm good. Like, no, I do I'm like right. the the refrain though, where like it goes on forever, and it's I. It's, it's a good refrain. <laughs> to me. The purpose of a refrain is to get the audience to like force them to appreciate a cool and deep line that you've written. Yeah, because that would have just that would have God of Weather. Henry knows snow globes don't shake on their own. Like that would have just passed right through my ears. But when I hear it like five hundred times yelled at me passionately, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, damn, it does damn sometimes it does feel like there's a punishing external force shaking my little snow globe sometimes fuck a little bit damn yeah thank you doesn't doesn't do that on by itself no damn god damn finally we have basketball shoes uh this song is is two and a half hours long but at least to me it doesn't feel like it no did you know that they make they make shoes that aren't basketball shoes now (laughs) No, no way i had to get some for a job interview it's crazy um, yeah, my nice shoes that I wear that make me look professional. A uh, kid one time said they look like Thomas Jefferson joints, so, um, I think they're nice shoes, but I can understand why a teenager would say Right, that, yeah, so. I'm sure, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. It's a bummer that they told the administrators uh, that. Su- su- suspiciously quiet today when I'm wearing my Jordan 1s. No, uh, no comment yeah. on that front, you know, but, okay, I get it. But go off. I understand. But go off, yeah, go off, King. Yeah. Uh, I know what, I know what your grades are, so. Uh-huh. Bro, you are um, so fucking lucky there are FERPA guidelines that are preventing you yeah, telling all yeah. of your friends what your grades are. Ooh, you're so lucky. Ooh, you're so fucking lucky. <laughs> uh, so, and this one, because all of the different, you know, parts, it's like broken into the movements. Each one is entirely different, kind of. So mm-hmm. that makes it feel like basically three different songs in one. We get like five minutes of the the very slow build up, and then it's about the plane destroying yeah, you. There's a three and a half minute in, uh, instrumental, which like, fuck off. But like, mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I got really upset at some point because when he talks about uh, like watching the football game, it just made you think uh, because about football. I, because- no, because I was like, oh, yes, this is, relates to me as an American. No, he's talking about the, the oh, Premier Oh, he's League. talking about the, the, the pitch. He's talking about the beautiful game. He's getting some scram, so, yeah. Yeah, he's getting some, some scram up at Crystal Palace or fucking whatever. <laughs> uh, so, Oh, he's talking yeah. about the damn Man U game. Okay. Exactly, yeah. He's talking about the North London Derby, <laughs> I think. Uh, and we never look at our phones anymore. No. So you thought I, you thought I was on my damn phone. Well, that's the, you can see the progress made through the album. Uh, it was because earlier he was a nasty little worm. Right. And now, and now he's watching <laughs> the queen's glory. The worm football. has metamorphosed into a into yes. football hooligan. <laughs> yeah. Isaac awoke from, <laughs> from terrible dreams to find himself English. And then <laughs> to find myself uh, a bloody Hotspur fan, a bloody, uh, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm a fucking gooner, mate. Oh, <laughs> oh mate. I'm on Team oh. Yale, aren't I? 
Oh, go up, Sagoon. Watch out for Focus Blast. Team Team Yell was fucking cool, dude. Yeah, I like Team Yell. All right, so we have we have three movements of the song. One is not looking at your damn phone. The second one is when Clamps gets you, like Clamp, Clamp, it, Clamp. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, you you should click on the Clamp is a crack smile. Oh, you know I clicked that right. one. <laughs> yeah, it's got a fun gif of our friend, which is we. That's a little bit we did where it's like, oh, Isaac is singing about our favorite tertiary character from Futurama. Can you please read the first? A uh, part of this annotation the included in isaac's departing message to fans is the futurama quote so that's what things would be like if i'd invented the thing longer yes genuine isaac, genuine so respect much. i did see that they, they post respect somebody posted the like the full comment of like eh, mm. it's bad for me to be in this band i gotta go Lo- much mm. love peace and love ringo and then <laughs> and then had the fucking farnsworth thing longer quote mm. respect tremendous uh so, so the second half is when um the clamps gets you. And then the third part is when uh, you bust a nut. Yeah, what's up with, huh? What's up with this one? What? This is how this is how we went out on it? I love, there was, a, I, I think I misplaced the quote somewhere, but there was something where they said, like, you know, like, we're all on good terms. Like, we, you know, the door is open for our singer to come back if he ever wants to. Uh, but as it stands right now, we're not going to, like, have a new singer play his shit. Like, we're going to have, we're only mm. going to play new shit or, you know. Um mm. I feel like that might be the um, the diplomatic kind of excuse the, for I'm not I'm not saying that <laughs> I'm not saying all that I'm shit. not saying that that's a person who's real yeah that's a real and human she's like around and knows stuff yeah. and is like has yeah. ears and eyes I I gotta be honest with you not directly related to the the content of uh I one I'm I'm very confused of the the intentions here of of this. For verse. those of you who haven't but also, listened, I, I, uh, this is uh, "Basketball Shoes" is a song that, on the surface, just seems like a retelling of a wet dream about Charlie XCX, uh, according to mm-hmm. "Soon to Graduate" on Genius. I don't know what hyperpop is. Then at no, this point, I'm afraid yeah, to ask. I think it, yeah, it's it occupies the same I, space listen, as Nightcore I, in my brain. I know it's different, yeah, but it, that's what it is in I'm, my brain. And I'm sure it's great, but I just learned what chamber pop is, so you know, yeah, that's, where, that's where you would shit in medieval times. Growing, growing stronger every day. Yeah, is me. Um, you know, maybe phase three we can we can learn um, mm. what other genres are or not. Uh, yeah, it, and we can learn what other maybe we can learn what other weird like wet dreams various singer songwriters have had. Yeah. Uh, if if they want to, but then you have to leave the band. I like that the right. outro. It's like it's try it, it kind of tricks you a little bit because it's like. It's saying about loans and interests and things that, like, you know, fans of music I, so, would, would sorry, relate to. Sorry, sorry for being an English major. I really like that line. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> it's um, good. Yeah, you should, like, you should you should get a poster and put it in your classroom. Yeah, your generous loan to me, your crippling interest. Yeah. Aw, chef kiss. That's a, that's a good-ass line right there. That's, that's, Eminem yeah. could have wrapped that one. Um, but then it's, like, in between, like, a no-control One Direction moment where you're talking about who you're cranking off to. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I guess it's cool to be a singer songwriter and to just like say, no matter what, I can make, I can make 200 people in this audience sing along passionately about whatever. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, it's the same, uh, the genius users may describe this analogy as a bit of a stretch, but it's kind of the same thing as the first time I bought my car and it, they were just like, okay, bye bye. And then I just like, they let me drive away with a car. Sure. If you're a, a songwriter, you can write anything you want. 
And like, if it sounds good, people will sing it. Yeah, you can say like, wop wop loo wop wop bamboo, and people will like it. You can say like it. you can say Chantilly lace, and people will lose their fucking yeah, minds most, before most you die in an airplane crash. <laughs> like, absolutely nuts. Ugh. Hey um, there, baby. Uh huh. Oh ho uh, ho. Weird end to the album, but overall, I I really like this album. Yeah, it's called Basketball Shoes because. So. It's called Basketball um, Shoes, yeah. because you play it. Yeah, it's about feet. Uh, questions. If you have a question, you can send to us at you love to hear it on Twitter. Still Chloe at Defeats You on Twitter yeah. says, since this, since this album is about a person who's a plane, please reveal your respective vehicle sonas. Hmm. Uh, I, I gave this some thought, and I don't know if you knew this about me, but there was a time in my life where I was like, kind of want to get a motorcycle yeah i know i know they're annoying a classic jersey and i know style and i know people don't like them but i think they're really fucking cool i'd I'd sit in and, the sidecar that'd be fun and the first and this does not have anything to do with seeing big boss ride a cool motorcycle <laughs> no. which is a triumph bonneville by the way uh-huh just letting everyone know but knowing me my vehicle so i would probably make it the the motorcycle that i wanted which was not a million miles per hour. It's a good one to to start on. It's not going to blast off into the sun. It's the Honda Rebel motorcycle. So you can look that bad boy up. And okay. that's me. That's me if I was a vehicle. Um, so. Honda Rebel motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that look, that's a classic right there. Uh, oh, yeah. That looks just like you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like how pets look like their owners, you know? It's like, ah, oh, yeah, exactly. That. Yeah, that's you got a little bit of. A little bit of Eddie style. Yeah. I kind of so. feel like I'm stealing Kim Valor with my answer. Um, also, I, the only reason I'm I'm saying this is, uh, if you can't tell, the reason that I didn't get a motorcycle is because Kim had opinions on it. I so. respect. Respect. Yeah, I would, you know, every time you were like, oh, I'm going to go get some, uh, I'm going to go get Arby's, like you always say, I would be, I would be, mm-hmm. oh, I'm worried for my guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, if this, if Kim called dibs on this spiritually, I'll, I'll pick something else but my i feel like for a vehicle sona i'd like the richard scary apple car okay that's fantastic i think that because that's because like i'm nice <laughs> like yeah yeah you're just like a nice little guy I'm nice you're just like driving around yeah it's know? like i'm pleasant like i'm not i know i'm not i'm not drawing too much attention to myself but people are a neutral to positive about me you know it's a yeah it's a good, it's yeah, a, it's a vehicle- good guy to be yeah my vehicle sona is whatever the fuck aku aku was driving and crash team racing um <laughs> I'm probably that. Yeah, I'm JJ. The uh, no, mine. It's the, it's the fucking it's the fucking baby cart. Uh, that like baby Luigi. Oh yeah. Oh, baby <laughs> Luigi time. Let's go. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what Kim made me buy instead. <laughs> <laughs> you win teacher of the year, and you have to park it in front of the school so all your students see it. <laughs> Yo, that's Mr. C's ride. The the license. I get my custom license plate said that says Mr. C on it, so everyone even. <laughs> They're taking pictures in front of it. They're posing. Yeah, they're doing the leading tower of Pisa pose in front of it, destroying <laughs> your the top on our funny and our picks. Very bad. Uh, very bad. Just blow the <laughs> fuck out. Uh, finally, from when the jest is infinite, mm-hmm. friend of the show at corrupt version on Twitter. Which one of you has Billie Eilish style? I don't know. I feel Are like any of us? I feel like you're the you're the sort of Billie Eilish style that's famous, and I'm the version that's like nice. 
the nice one. Yeah, you're, I'm, you're, I'm you're Richard's scary like, car. I, I've dyed my hair and I'm going to sing a very boring James Bond song with no chorus. <laughs> you're in the Richard's scary car and you have the fucking like uh, that feel face. That's the mask. That's completely neutral. <laughs> like that's you. Yeah, because also I'm trying to get a job right now, so I'm I'm very yeah. that Billie Eilish. SpongeBob, like when he's completely polished, yeah, hey, hey, how are and you? Smooth. <laughs> yeah, hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I guess I have Billie Eilish style by default. Yeah, you're yeah you're you you're cool choose. Eilish. I'm I'm reeducated mm. Eilish. Yes, <laughs> Billie Eilish has become reeducated. Uh, at you love to hear it on Twitter. Thank you. Uh, it's time for you to remind me what we do next. A slap. Slap. Okay, let me get open my Spotify. Call here. me the 94th Academy Awards, because it's time for the slap. Do you remember <laughs> that shit? That was crazy. That was freaking nuts, dude. That was either one week or six years ago. I have, I don't know, I might have talked about this already, but I have this new hack bit that I'm, like, so excited about using for the rest of my life. And it's very mm-hmm. situational, but anybody who listens to this show can have it. Um... Anytime you're, like, walking around with somebody, your group of friends, family, or whatever, and you see, like, the outside of the McDonald's, the flag is at half-mast, or whatever, mm. you know, sometimes some people are often like, wait, why is it, what happened? Um, then you then you say in response, oh, uh, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars. And that's, that's really only, you, I know right now you're like, that's hilarious. And it's only going to get funnier the longer it goes. Yeah, that's true. It just ages like a fine wine. Yeah. It's like how uh, it's like how Tiger King uh, is about to be funny again. It's not funny right now, yeah. but it's going to be funny again yeah. soon. Kofifi, hilarious. Yeah, it's <laughs> never been. It's stronger. a lot like COVID, where every four months, uh, Tiger <laughs> yeah, King just gets comes funny back. again forever. <laughs> it comes back with the vengeance. Yeah. Uh, you went first last time, so I'm going to go first now. I was going to pick another Black Country New Road song, sure. but I feel like. Uh, if this hits you on Slap City, you're going to be put in a different mood that you probably don't want to be in if you're listening to Slap City. Sure. And there, I feel like their songs work better in the context of the album, uh, of a full album. So I'm, I'm very happy that earlier when I made my note, you mentioned like doing basketball tricks, uh, because I remembered a song that I believe appears in NBA Street Volume Boom! Two, which is they I put it in the they reminisce slam. they reminisce over you by Pete Rock and CL Smooth. Yeah, pretty good. Sweet Georgia Brown by the Harlem Globetrotters. And also, um, to relate, there's like a saxophone in sure, it. Sure, absolutely. Like this album. So, yeah. So that's mine. Um, there's a uh, heat advisory. I don't know if you heard about it. Okay. It's a freaking hot one out. All right. And I, oh, I love it. I, I love it. <laughs> I love living in Tampa. So in honor of how much I love um, the, the sun and the shade and the swim... I'm going to nominate a fun summer song that I'll be listening to all summer. Forever Summer Holiday by Caro Caro Bonito. Okay. that's how I feel Doubling when I listen up. to it. Um, is this our first? No, this isn't our first double slap. No, we got some, today, uh, we got, we got some, some guys. The World before. Inferno's on there. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard this one. Is this new? Is this a new joint? This is, uh, no, when I, oh, did, I haven't heard it before. When I did my, uh, my return improv show, it was pool party themed. So we were looking for pool party mm. songs and, uh, Forever Summer Holiday okay. was what we played as we came out on stage. Very nice. So Your walkout. Imagine music. me walking out and like making like funny Colin Mockery expressions and like doing mm. little bits and your bones, That's your great. bones start to hurt <laughs> and you're like, how I long love- are shows usually? <laughs> An hour and a half. I love that. I love that for you and me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, do we do shout outs or do we you do, tell me what you're going to make me listen to? All right. Gotta well, some stuff. Let, let me get on over Space to that. Space three. Uh, 
Yeah, let me pull up the relationship manager. <laughs> it's always uh, important to check which is, in. Which is what I love to call it. Yeah. Um, all right. It's loading. I'm scrolling to the bottom. Thank you to our best friend of the show and above tier donors. Starting with Ziva, Valerie W, Trigger Harpy, Tuster McGee, the Master DS, Van Yu, Sylvie Bullet, Gratata. Stephanie Ruff, Silvery Air, Sensual Kazoo, Sarah Lucky Dice Kirby, Ryan West, Ryan Lester, Paul Moran, Paul Blart Fleshcart, Nero Wyvern, Morg Haunting the Morg, Minnow and Chomsky, Milk Succubus, Maximilian Rower, Matt Berger, Magenta Rice, Magdalene Jenny, Lauren LeBlanc, Kiwi, K Darling, Janos Capovari, It Was a Penguin, Hecabee, Graham of Steel, Dio Brando Stole My Massive Joe Star Dick. That's what they said in Basketball Shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Derek. Great Big Sword. David Besser runs with Lesser, Caroline Savage, Audrey Olson, Anna Exby, Andres Gonzalez, Alex C, Sarah and Blair, Roy, Paul Bechtel, Patrick Gallagher, Neve Noah Williams, Destry Hawk, Curse Goat, Big Flat Bunt, Bunt, Antigone Progany, and Alex Shaw. Thank you for your generous donations. Many thanks. All right. What do you it's got for phase me? It's phase three, you know? Yes. And we... The, 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 the <laughs> phrase that brings fear into my heart. <laughs> we, like, what, what did we say, you know? We were like, all right, phase one, that's the foundational stuff that made our heart mm-hmm. sing when we were teens. Phase two, we're spreading our wings a little bit. Phase three, we're spreading the definition of what music can be. That's what we said. I'm sure we said that. We said that. And we you said it to me. And I said, okay. And are we going to, are you going to make me listen to like Stephen King's It on audiobook or something? Kind of. So. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I, man, Eddie, to you're one of the funniest people I know. No, thank you. That and, means a lot coming from you. <laughs> I mean it. Um, mm-hmm. I consider us to be, you know, something of like a comedy duo. But I think there's something that we can mm-hmm. always we can always learn from the greats. We can yes, we can become always. even funnier. So I was. We'd be nothing without those who have walked yeah, this ground before us. So I want to take you back to 1958. It, are we gonna? Are, is this some Three Stooges <laughs> shit? Like. Who's on first, the album? We're going to listen to the first album by musical comedy duo Nichols and May, and we're going to listen to <laughs> Improvisations to Music. What the fuck is this? <laughs> what is this? It's a series of uh, improvisational sketches set to music. Is For- this, like, available on the internet? Yeah. It's streaming. <laughs> What's it called again? Improvisations to music. Okay. I'm... <laughs> I bet. <laughs> so, yeah, it's one of the... It's one of the... It's uh, Nichols and May. They they were sort of the improv founders in a lot of ways. They um And uh, Elaine May went on to make, like, A New Leaf and uh, Mikey and Nikki. Um... So we're going to listen to that, if that's okay with you. Yeah, I bet. It's a- 1990. Did you say 1950? 1958. Because this is 1998 on Spotify. Well, that must but- have been a re-release. That's fine. You can listen to that okay. one. Uh, all of these uh, tracks, the most played track on Spotify, Cocktail Piano, has 4,000 plays That on one's Spotify. funny. Okay, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, second piano concerto, The Dentist? That's going to be good. <laughs> All right, so I know you're hearing, like, The Dentist. That's, that's, nobody likes that, but what if The Dentist is funny? That's really good. 
I think we have a we, Bach, we have a sh- that's some classic. We shit. have a we have a short week, so it's like this is one that you don't have to listen to over and over again. You know what I mean? You can. I'm gonna. I know I'm gonna want to, but. I get what you're saying. Yeah, so I just wanted to hit the ground running on phase three. We did Aaron's party, my first pick in phase two. I wanted to really set the tone. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> um, looking forward to it. I have it on vinyl this is, also. This if you is come over. either going to be our least or most listened to episode ever. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be. I think our episode is going to be about twenty five minutes, and I think we're going to enjoy it. Okay, that's great. Well, it thank you. Thirty nine on the Billboard two hundred. People were into this Okay, shit. but that's, that's like, <laughs> that was before Yankee Doodle was <laughs> dropped. There so. were like 40 songs at the time. Uh-huh. That's why they, they made the top 40, because that's all there was. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they just called it the 40, and they just changed, yeah. it was like a power ranking. <laughs> all right, well, we're, we're listening to Improvisations to Music next time on Fun Point, so. Influence. In Netflix's comedy special Jerry Before Seinfeld, Jerry shows his personal collection of stand-up albums, which include Nicole... Uh, Nichols and May's improvisations to music. So it's okay. So that's how you know it's really good. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, um, Billie Eilish. Thank you, Berlin, the city. Thank you to Big Airplanes. Thank you to the Honda Rebel. Thank you Rebel. to Davos Seaworth. Thank you to um, Isaac and the saxophone. And the saxophone. Thank you, Mark. Uh, we respect. 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 Uh, we'll see you next thank time. You, thank you to point. the Big Bopper. No thank you to the Big Bopper. No respect. No, res- no, re- no respect at all. So, oh, that, that would be... A, we should do Rodden Dangerous. That too. would be a funny fucking album. Oh, I need to see if he okay. did any musical ones. Yeah, we'll, I'll check Bye. that. Bye. Bye.